pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm R. Brackadalis. Going to join us in studio coming up at uh, 8. We'll also get his thoughts on uh, Creighton, who has finished the month of January 7-1. and They took care of work after starting 0-2. I-, I think Mac. Mac's a pretty good coach when the chips are down. Now, is Mac a great coach when you're front-running? I don't know. It's not easy to be a front-runner. Sometimes you get exposed. I'm not saying this about Mac, but I'm talking about people that are better when they are favored. Some people are just better as underdogs. Some people are Patrick Mahomes. Um, some people are really, really upset in Iowa. This is a safe zone. You can come in, Iowa Hawkeye football fan, because you have hired Tim Lester as your offensive coordinator. Now, I'm not here to disparage Tim Lester, because it, the man looks like he has had a good football life, but he also looks like he's been fired, and he's had some bad offenses. So, he was hired right as the offensive coordinator. Um, people like Iowa JD, I'm sure Hawkeye Chronicle guy Casey, who hasn't doxed him, um, <laughs> are probably a little bit triggered. But I, I, I'm here to not bury Iowa with their offensive coordinator hire. Because we don't know how it'll work out. And I don't know if anybody they were going to hire was going to excite the fan yeah. base. Yeah. I mean, are, are people over the top that Glenn Thomas is going to be involved in calling plays here? I think people are more excited about him working with the quarterbacks. But, that track record. But there's sometimes you make a you make a hire that is best for you not to appease people on the national level. That's kind of mm-hmm. the Glenn Thomas hire. With Iowa, you have a head coach who, I don't know if this was hey, I'm going to show you, you don't fire my son, so I'm going to hire a guy that goes against everything that I have said previously about wins, uh, you know, wins per game, that formula. Yeah. Because I'm trying to, I'm looking at the resume of Tim Lester, and it's just not there. So it's a very peculiar hire. But here's where I will be okay with Iowa fan. This isn't Tim Lester's offense. This is Kirk Ferentz's program, yep. and it's his offense. So that probably cut down your pool of candidates because, one, you don't know how long Kirk's going to be around, and number two, it's his offense. It's not like he gives you the keys to the car and says, hey, go drive around, uh, go golf 18 at Finkbine, you know what, go to uh, Airliner, you know, do whatever you got to do, go to the field house, you know, all that kind of stuff. Go out there here, have the car. No. He would be the guy driving, and you would be in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, but the reaction was, uh, action was entertain. Reaction was entertaining yesterday. I like that Iowa people were upset at this hire, or trying to figure out what in the heck yeah. compared to what came out of the coach's mouth leading up to the ninety days without an OC. And to sort of maybe add a little bit to it on Friday, it sounded like Kevin Johns, the former Duke OC, and. Memphis OC was a legitimate candidate and maybe he really was and if you went back to some of the offenses that he's overseen and you look at some of those numbers there where you know you're getting at the very least I think even his worst year they were like maybe 31 and a half points uh, per game you're looking at I think his worst year 
for and this is for uh, this is for Kevin Johns was this year where they averaged under 400 yards a game. But remember, they also lost their starting quarterback. So th- I think that that was if you were looking for some type of parallel to what that could mean, what what a guy that represents those offenses at Memphis and at uh, and at Duke could mean for Iowa for a. a program that's really just trying to get something that looks above average i could see why people were maybe starting to accept boy kevin johns would be a stronger candidate and then you started hearing a lot about the tim lester news and then people started kind of looking at his track record a little bit more isn't he the greg Schiano? oh yeah totally yeah, as far like as the, as far as greg the reaction Schiano's attached uh, to tennessee yeah tim lester is the greg Schiano of he is, iowa he absolutely is and so I saw a mixed reaction where people thought, okay, if Kevin Johns going to be the guy, I could get on board with that. And even some of the people who cover Iowa football kind of looking at it like, you know, Kevin Johns could be, there could be something there. And then you started hearing about the Tim Lester news there a little bit later on in Friday and people just started losing their mind. And yeah, then, because well, you know why? The reporters in Iowa are crushing Tim Lester. Yes, so they've they already set the narrative. But I think they're taking a shot at the head coach. So uh, Kirk's a smart guy. I mean, you don't, you, you, don't, you don't last this long. You don't have the success he's had if you're not a smart guy. He's also a very petty guy. Very, very petty guy. I'm going to teach you a lesson. It's my offense. You know what? So so I'm hiring a guy that when he got fired had the 127th best offense in college mm-hmm. football. <laughs> he wasn't as bad as the other four teams. <laughs> <laughs> That's the justification right there. But back to legacy. Like, like, like Kirk's a college football Hall of Famer, and they'll build a statue after him in Iowa City. Mm-hmm. And after what went on a couple years ago to where he is now and how the yeah. Five has changed. It's 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 had an interesting run in the last eight, ten years, but Iowa wins. Okay. Credit to them. Iowa wins. This hire at the end of his run as the head coach at Iowa almost seems like this will be an important chapter in the legacy of Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, I mean a lot of the legacy is how you left a program. You know, what were the you know the final years of it? Whether we're talking the final decade, final five years, final couple of years. How did you leave it, especially with things within your control? And for a guy that has ever like has the most control you're ever going to see a head coach have in his program, as well they probably should. Sometimes people are asked to maybe give up a little bit of that control. That's that was never going to be the case with Kirk Ferentz. So it's it's a fair point though to bring up that whether you're on board with Tim Lester, the the majority of Iowa fans that I've noticed are not. You can't be mad at him. Because yeah, this is all about Kirk Ferentz. I guess the the question that you're kind of getting to oh, you that can I be think mad is at him because I mean he could have gone been the OC at Troy, that's what he was up for. Said he went to S- Iowa. Steady took the Iowa job. He could have said nope, I don't want this. Warmer weather in Alabama. But what I would I would say the, probably the bigger question is is what was Kirk Ferentz's what, what did he what did he see about Tim Lester that he feels this is going to work with him because it's Kirk's offense and he can say. Right. You're a guy that's probably not going to do a lot of pushback, and I think we can work together. Yeah. Instead of a guy that maybe has a giant ego that is like, hey, it's my offense, and I'm going to use Iowa to get a Division One head coaching job. Now, here's where, you know, again, if, if it's in the world of college football with coordinators, unless they have a name that everybody knows, and, and you know, we went through this with, oh, man, Kingsbury, yeah. uh, Graham Harrell. Okay, those are the names you know. But like when a Glenn Thomas shows up, um, like people outside are probably, eh, I don't know that guy. Mm-hmm. Inside, there's a lot to be excited about, but Nebraska made a hire for themselves. In this case, I don't know if 
Iowa made a a hire for themselves. They made a hire for the head coach. That's very not yeah. not the program. But this is where it'll come down. What'll be very interesting in the in the recruiting cycle that is going on right now. And we talked about this last week about Nebraska has to keep keep filling up the quarterback room and find your next Dylan Raiola. Is Alex Mansky over in Iowa mm-hmm. is somebody that Nebraska has been aggressive on, and they they honestly believe that he is an NFL guy. Now, I don't think Nebraska's in the lead. He's from Algona, Iowa. Iowa State appears to be in a good spot. You know, he went and visited Texas A&M. But if you're Tim Lester or you're Glenn Thomas, that's kind of riding on what you can do as a recruiter, especially more so in-state with Tim Lester. As you get in the door, you know, Cade McNamara is fine. You, you work with him. But can you go get your next big quarterback? So that's that's something to watch of two new coordinators that are quarterbackish mm-hmm. coaches and a quarterback in Iowa who I think is legit and Alex Mansky is who makes further inroads. Yeah. But but the, the higher at Iowa, it's okay to be upset because people are they are not happy. Not happy at all. What I think is kind of interesting with Glenn Thomas from the scenario you bring up there is if you're Mansky and you're kind of you're you're keeping track of of all of those developments and you're trying to see get your best read for everybody on that offensive staff. You mentioned you, Lester's going to have McNamara, who's been a, a longtime starter coming off of an injury. You're going to see also this new quarterback coach slash you know, co-OC that is also going to be tasked with developing an incoming true freshman, one that has a lot of talent and one also who is being tabbed as a NFL quarterback and a guy that, if all goes well, would only be a three-year guy. You're watching right out of the gate of how that relationship is, how Dylan Ryle is developing under him, whether those things are strictly because of Glenn Thomas or not, it's going to be associated with it, and it's a true freshman. I I think that's going to be something very interesting to see how Mansky, maybe more importantly, how that that early development happens with Dylan Ryle and Glenn Thomas, if it's heading in the right direction, if you're a guy like Mansky, that's got to be something that probably would excite you. Uh, Kent says, basically, Iowa fired Brian Ferentz to hire Brian Ferentz. (laughs) That's going to get a like. That's true. Didn't I've you call a, it? I've Did you say a, Kirk 2.0? I've seen a lot of that this weekend. A lot of people saying, I thought we got rid of Brian Ferentz. Yeah. I'm going to teach you a lesson. You get rid of my son, I'm going to hire my son. Yeah. Hire the ne- doppelganger, the 2.0. It, it's nepotism, but <laughs> he didn't come out of my body. <laughs> yeah. Or I didn't. Yeah. And, and yeah. now he reports yeah. to me as yeah. opposed to he reports to you. All right. Uh, we're shift gears. We're talking some basketball. <laughs> we're going to try and figure out how, how people out there, basically, you live a life where... You only pay attention to college basketball for one month. You are missing out. Uh, it was a great weekend of uh, college hoops. And now, seven weeks from today, we digest a bracket. Uh, Tim Kruger, our bracketologist, is in. He will uh, discuss what he thinks, uh, and then he'll release his bracket after he's off the air. What's the timing? Seems off on that. We'll work with him on that. Uh, also, uh, Jacob Bigelow stops by uh, to pick up the carnage of Nebraska on the road. But they're at home. They're at home. Thursday night, baby. There's hope. Peacock. There is hope. Uh, no, it's a no. BTN game. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Peacock, yeah, 100% you're, win. Your run of a good January on the cock <sighs> is about to expire. It's not a dry January. You, you had you had NFL playoff game. You had the Royal Rumble. Yeah. We're getting a rematch in WrestleMania, by the way. 
I heard about this. Yeah. And you got a, a plethora of basketball. But no. And now we're into February. <laughs> yeah. Watch Ted, though. Again. Yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, it's on the back po- burner. Poker face as well. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. TK's coming next. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.